What's up, guys? I'm Paul. I'm Morgan. Uh. <laughs> give me, I'm give me that cheek. In today's video, Christian music industry. Morgan, I feel like the Christian music industry has been kind of at the forefront. I know we've made some videos on it. Yes. This video, we're gonna be reacting to your boy, our boy. Hey, I had the. I actually feel like I've met him because we had That's the. True. Instagram live John Cooper from Cooper stuff. He really has taken off the gloves. He's calling out some names We're gonna dive into the conversation. See if we agree with him. I'm I'm psyched for this video <sighs> It's gonna be a good one guys, but first we want to say thank you so much to s2l recovery for Sponsoring this video give this a quick listen you guys we will be right back one cause of death in America for both men and women ages 18 to 50 is drug overdose. As Christians or just people, it can be tough to be open and honest with our struggles, our sin, our battles. Especially as Christians, we feel the pressure to be spotless. For so many, the battle with drugs and alcohol is no joke, and we need each other. We need accountability. We need to come into the light with this. Once an addict, always an addict is a lie from the pits of hell. You don't have to be an addict for the rest of your life. God's word tells us that we are new creations, crucified with Christ, free saints. S2L Recovery is a Christ-centered addiction recovery program located in the hills of Middle Tennessee outside Nashville, open to men age 18 plus from anywhere in the world. S2L shares the life of freedom that Christ offers from addiction using biblical training, pastoral counseling, licensed professional counseling, medical supervision, certified peer recovery specialist, and residential discipleship. If you or someone you care about is struggling with addiction, don't wait. Freedom starts today. Click the link in the description below to contact them or call 1-888-215-7630 to learn more and get started. Right on, right on. All so right, cool. so cool. Yes, back to the video. So John Cooper, I just wanna go ahead and play his first clip so you guys can get a tone of this video, the full thing, I linked it below. It's from about a week ago, week and a day ago on Cooper stuff. Um, man, it's, it is quite the video. Play <laughs> clip number one just so they can get the tone. All right, here we go. In Christian music, there's a lot of rot. There's a lot we gotta talk about. Are we gonna name names? Yeah, why, cause you're mean? No, well, I don't think we're mean. I think we're going to name names because there used to be a time when if someone said something in public about something they believed, other people were allowed to criticize it. Hello, we got to talk about this. And guess what? The rot in Christian music is exactly like the rot happening in the church. It's in the industry. Public platform, public criticism or pushback. Ooh, I love it. I love the way John handles this. Mm -hmm. And actually, I don't have this clip, but he talked about early in his video that there should be a place for this public discourse and he and, and even being challenged and then admitting when you're wrong humbling yourself and i thought this was so funny just how like <laughs> black and white he was but he was like guys i've repented on on when i've been a guest on other podcasts and i just want to go ahead and repent on cooper stuff i repent for being in the shack soundtrack <laughs> I know there are plenty of you guys that are going to hear that and just like rejoice out loud. You probably just literally rejoiced out loud. You had an <laughs> audible gasp of rejoicing. But then there are others that are like, wait, but I, I was, I, I like. I love the shack. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> in this video, publicly repented to kind of show like, guys, 
that's how Christians should be able to respond to criticism. You get criticized, you see that you've done something wrong, go ahead and repent. Don't harden yourself and get so offended. Go ahead and play clip number two before we really get into the meat of this. This is kind of piggybacking off all that. The Christian pastor who wrote I Kiss Dating Goodbye, what was his name? Joshua Harris. Joshua Harris went upon state. And then a worship writer, like Samson, Marty Samson, comes out and says, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, blah, 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 blah. I came out and wrote about that. I didn't even use Marty Sampson's name. I just wrote about it. And Marty Sampson freaked out for six weeks straight. This judgmental guy, how come he didn't reach out to me personally? I don't know this person. You're the one that went on a public space and started saying insane things. We have a right to criticize it. I don't understand why, when, when did everybody get so wimpy? It's like just, it's like a sissy universe. The old sissy universe. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Morgan? Be honest. Like, <sighs> I mean, honestly, it's it's refreshing to hear that, especially because we one of I feel like our like top like pushback comments or like hate comments or whatever criticisms. criticisms is how dare you guys talk about this? This is gossip, and I'm just like, we're not telling you guys something that like has been done in secret yeah dante bo called paul and told him man i'm really struggling with this or that and like we get on and we're like guys look guess what like we've never done anything like that we never would dream of doing something like that but like like he said public platform public statement public criticism public call out public discourse just having conversations around it for the their people that are following them that are like okay how do i process this this is it's, it, it can be a very profitable conversation. Definitely. So awesome. All right. The crux of his video, I think the title of his video was, yeah, calling out the rot in Christian music. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of intrigued by that. Let me see what John Cooper has to say. Um, he is going to be reading some of these clips we're going to show. He's reading and then commentating on this article. I had not heard of him. It's, I guess, a magazine called NRT Magazine. But apparently he actually knows like the main guy and he's done some interviews with this magazine. But the uh, the magazine article that he's going to be referencing and reading from is called, and I'm not saying I endorse this title, but it's called, What the Beep is Happening to Christian Music. So that's the article. Morgan, let's kick things off. You guys are going to get a feel for... But it actually says beep and not It like literally says short. beep. That's hilarious. Play the next clip, clip number three. And let's let's just get right. The gloves are coming off, guys. NRT is a website. It's a website. Okay, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Derek Webb, a self-professed Christian music agitator, released a video just in time for Pride Month for his controversial LGBTQ affirming track, Boys Will Be Girls. In it, he teamed up with Christian musician and drag queen, pause, pause game. As my son used to say, pause game. Let's say it again. He teamed up with, quote, Christian musician and drag queen, Flamey Grant, who recently activated his fan base to prove his relevancy and scored a temporary number one album and song on iTunes. I was talking about somebody has the number one Christian song on iTunes. The, uh, quote, the music video captured the transition of Webb from his typical white t-shirt and five o'clock shadow, the accompanying flame fanning press release red, into a fully bedazzled and blue-wigged drag queen. 
You, all right, if you don't know who Derek Webb is, Derek Webb is a singer for Cabin's Call. Cabin's Call was a Christian band when Skillet was getting started that was up and running. Actually, ironically enough, Cabin's uh, Call and Derek specifically were always hailed as one of the few Christian artists that was very theological. Their songs had a lot of theological depth to them. Where do we even start with that clip? <sighs> flamey, try saying Flamey Grant with a straight face. And I guess that's part of it is drag queens like to be super flamboyant. Yeah. Flamey Grant. <laughs> um, this person, he popped up on, well, I don't know if someone sent it to me. Oh, no, no, no. Someone on the iFollow posted in their Instagram stories and was just like, what is happening and so out of curiosity i was like what is happening so i clicked on his instagram profile and like saw that he had like hit number one on the christian charts which isn't very hard to do let me just tell you because the christian music world is very small so if you have any type of following and you tell them you, you guys remember this this happened with it happened with uh similar 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 grace similar baldridge Yes, Grace. And yeah, you know, she got on TikTok and she was like, guys, go pre-save my song. And it hit number one. Preacher's Kid, I think. Yeah. Like so, you know, it's not hard to do. But anyways, I was shell-shocked. You can see, um, so actually in the thumbnail of this video, our video, I used a clip from this guy, that uh, Webb, who is Cademan's, Cademan's Call, mm -hmm. former singer. And I, I remember growing up in, you know, the early 2000s, late 90s, like Christian music, CCM, Contemporary Christian, was so big. And so these names were floating around, even though I was more of a Reliant K Newsboys guy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I pulled out a picture from the music video where this guy, it starts out with the classic. I'm sorry, guys, but it just, it makes me cringe. Man, especially hearing about this guy, former, he... You'll, you'll hear a little more about him. He's in the music video getting dressed up into full-on drag, and then Flamey Grant comes out to sing a little bit with him, both men and drag. There's a quote at the beginning of the video that's like, if you say you're an ally, but you're not close enough to get hit with the stones, then you're not a good enough ally or something like that. And Flamey Grant, I looked on, I, I Googled her, him. It's definitely a him, him. okay? It's um, a him. <laughs> and... It says, like, this person uh, says they are Christian yeah. drag queen. So, you know, because we're getting into this, the, we're, the, the evolution, the whatever, this entity of Christian music and the rot that is infiltrating it, we're, we're starting to get into that with that clip. Yeah. Anything else with that one, Morgan? No. Play, there's kind of a part two to this clip. Derek Webb then deconstructed his faith, went apostate, became an atheist. He calls himself a hopeful atheist and is on staff at a church called, I think it's called North Point in Nashville, which is a progressive Christian church. So just so you understand, if you don't know what apostate means, that is somebody who once believed in the faith, has now left the faith, has rejected Christ openly, say, do not believe in Christ anymore, uh, and now works at a church as a hopeful atheist. So we're talking about a church that is apostate. This is the kind of church that in the book of Revelation, <laughs> when you, you see God say something like that, because this church is against me, I will remove their lampstand. Um, this is a church that is an enemy of Christ and the gospel. And so,
I love how he's just just he calls it like it is. This church, this progressive woke Christian church, is an enemy of the gospel. So many would just be so scared to to say it just that directly. Yeah, that's true. There's not many, and uh, yeah, I mean, any church that is hiring an atheist, <laughs> you should probably run the other way <laughs> to be on their team. Well, their I think staff. Flamey Grant. Yeah, is like part of the. the I know the worship team. Yeah, the, he, yeah, he's a part of his worship team, whatever church he goes to. Which I think is that also in Nashville. I don't know where he lives, but anyways, it's terrifying. Can we acknowledge though that Flamey Grant is a hilarious name? <laughs> like that actually is pretty. I, I'm if oh, Amy man. Grant herself didn't endorse her niece's LGBTQ wedding and lifestyle. I could see there being like, uh, this is not okay, but mm -hmm. because Morgan and I were talking earlier, because of Amy Grant's, sadly, now her stances and her moving in this direction, we're waiting for her to publicly endorse Flamey Grant. And then the collab oh. is probably going to be on the way Please, after that. Please, no. Flamey meets Amy collab. Please, no. <laughs> Will anyone be is that surprised? Any dignity left. <laughs> Will anyone be that surprised, Flamey Amy collab? No, sadly, I wouldn't be surprised, which is tragic. It is tragic. It's, it's genuinely tragic, you guys. Like, all joking aside, I was on this guy's Instagram watching some of his reels and stuff, him, like, doing his makeup, preparing to for a show or whatever in his full drag. It's incredibly heartbreaking. It's disturbing. It's, like why are what is wrong with our world that we are like now christians are saying that this is okay people yeah. who are professing christians are saying that it's okay for a grown man to dress up as a woman pretending that he's a woman singing with his full-on male voice while looking like a woman which is just extra creepy to me he looks like he could be playing in the nba i mean he's a, he's big, a big guy man yeah but it's just it's it's heartbreaking it's really really tragic and this is what romans one talks about just like in my mind personally is what i believe just like the lord handing people over to their sin it's really sad and i love again uh john cooper going there with the revelations you know mm -hmm. Jesus saying, I'm going to be removing your lampstand, these churches, that the, the apostate. That's a powerful word. Morgan, go ahead and move into clip number five. We're going, uh, he's, he's about to touch on Dante Bow, not to try to pile up on Dante Bow, but uh, John Cooper goes there. What? All right, here we go. Capital Christian Music Group, owned by Universal Music, is the largest producer and publisher of Christian music. You get that? The largest publisher of Christian music. They have dominated for decades. Their, their artist roster far exceeds any other label or label group in Christian music, representing iconic artists like Newsboys, Hillsong United, Chris Tomlin, Jeremy Camp, Toby Mac, and Amy Grant. The past This past week, according to the article, they emailed, out, they emailed out new music from Jesus Culture, We the Kingdom, The Belonging, and the new album and video from Dante Bow. Just so you know, Dante Bow was with uh, Maverick City, all right? Uh, uh, I think about, uh, was that about eight months ago? I can't remember. They sort of parted ways. They didn't really say why. D Dante's done a lot of very kind of questionable things. For that matter, Maverick City has just done a lot of questionable things. <laughs> 
wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> I love John Cooper, don't you? <laughs> don't you? I love John Cooper because yes. he's that sweet balance of he's just going to say it. Maverick City's done questionable things. Dante Bo is releasing this raunchy music video. He says it so bluntly, but he's also a sweet guy. Mm -hmm. So you got like the uh, heresy hunter channels that are just like so, it's like ripping into him. He's like sweet and fun, but he also takes off the gloves. Yeah. And it's cool because he's really, he's in this scene. Obviously, he's part of Skillet, like been part of it for years and years. Like and when he I was, can talk for sure he, about it, this. He's got authority. And when I was on with him, I asked him like, hey, what do you think about these Christian artists? I'll name some names. Uh, Brandon Lake painting his nails. Corey Asbury <laughs> made that video saying his kids paint his nails and he leaves it on and stuff. And it's I asked John Cooper, who back in the day painted his nails black. And he was like, you know, Back in the day, it was a very like rock thing, but now with the gender revolution and the gender confusion, I regret painting my nails. So I thought that was kind of cool as well. Anyway, um, he's about to talk a little more about the Dante Bow, but I did think it was interesting, Morgan. How how big a deal is it to you when you hear like the biggest Christian music label, <laughs> a capital? Christian music label mm -hmm. and you hear their roster and then you're like okay you know there seems to be some pretty solid groups in there oh and they're also sending out emails of guys check out our new artist's music here's Dante Bo's latest song wind me up here you go oh and here's so-and-so worship right next to it <laughs> what I'm more concerned is that they're owned by Universal Group which is a ginormous group which owns a ton of labels and they're just in my personal opinion, out for money. Like, they don't, you know, they know that Christian music sells. They uh -huh. know that country music sells. They're going to sign anyone. They're going to create smaller labels for Christians, smaller labels for this or that. And so it's like, do these people really care about where these people's hearts are and where their walks are with the Lord before they put out Christian music? No. I agree, but it's, I don't want to get too judgmental. You know, it's, if, if you were, because you, you actually were singing some secular music. If you were to jump back in, put out a song that like went big, and then suddenly Capital Christian Music reached out to you and said, hey, like we will really be able to support you, and you were to look and see, like, oh, wow, there's all these Christian artists that seem pretty good. I, I, I don't think that we need to cast too much judgment on these Christian artists that are like, yeah, this would be a good move for no, me. No, no, no. I'm not mad that they're signed with them. That's totally up to them. But I am just saying, like, you better be prepared to, like, have very little say in your music career. Oh, wow. You think that's the case? Because there's a, some big Christian artists. You think that those big Christian artists have little say? I think it probably does, to put it uh, not too crudely, but neuter a lot of Christian artists. Because suddenly this is, like, your your... Mm -hmm. Daddy and Mommy, Capital Christian <laughs> exactly. Music Group, Universal. They know what sells. You better not be speaking too hard out Lauren Daigle against homosexuality, which I don't know if she's represented by him. She probably is. I don't know who she's. I don't know who she's. Um, you better not be speaking out against baby deletion because that is, you know, just keep it very, yeah. you know, family, not fa not even family friendly. Keep your Christianity just the... I would the, not let my child watch Dante Bo's latest no. video. <laughs> Keep your, your brand of Christianity very tame. Yeah. Don't start getting into the cultural issues that really... as The, the sword that divides. Right, exactly. So you better be prepared to zip your lips, sing your songs, and move along. 
That's interesting. That is interesting. Go ahead, Morgan, and uh, play the next kind of part about Dante Bow. Yeah. Anyway, Dante Bow, kind of strange, and we're about to read about this video. I went to watch the video to see if it was accurate. It's accurate, so let's see what he has to say. All right. The recently released music video for Dante Bow's Vibey Summer, quote, gospel jam, it's called Wind Me Up, features dozens of scantily clad women partying it up in sexual pose after pose. The lyrics are about desire, companionship, and arguably lust. Now, this is according to him. I did not read the lyrics. I just watched the video. I think that's a pretty fair... I don't know really the lyrics either. You actually listened to more of Dante's album. Every song. <laughs> it was more of just the, the explicitness of that video. Yeah, I mean, the whole song was just wackadoo. <laughs> hmm. um, full transparency. Should I share about me and Dante's text conversation? or? Okay. <laughs> I mean, to, to me, it was a pretty decent text conversation. After but, after our last video, we, that was between you and Dante, not the world. But I, but I, it almost would like actually put him in a slightly better light. <laughs> That's why I'm saying ultimately we had a, a texting conversation, and it was uh, Dante was, was pretty gentle and, and kind, and even mentioned you know he likes how yes. we approach topics. He said yes. that he can he can watch our stuff because we don't come across hateful ultimately, and he even he he addressed the music video, but Morgan doesn't want me to go into it. That's fine. Um, Morgan, this, uh, this next clip, I believe he's referring, he says Judah. I believe he's referring to the Judah and the lion front runner. I'm not 100% positive. I think so. But now it's getting into the cussing conversation. And I find the cussing conversation, Morgan, so interesting. Because I remember when we were at a, a church several years ago, um, I was talking to one of the guys that was one of the worship leaders at our church. And he was talking about how much he likes this one band. I think it was King's Kaleidoscope. Oh, yeah. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. And in one of their songs, some of you guys watching this have heard of King's Kaleidoscope and know exactly the song I'm talking about. In one of their songs, they drop the F word. And he was kind of like, I just love how raw this is. And at the time, I was kind of like, huh, it is raw. It's may <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's okay. And then hearing John Cooper, again, his directness, I'm like, get it, John. Speak the truth, baby. Why the heck are we dropping F-words in Christian songs? Or, well, there's like a Christian version and a secular version of this song by this band from Capital Christian Music. Play it. The same major label group saw Judah, one of its artists, and I don't know this artist, Judah. Never heard the music. Don't know this person. Judah released a new single this past week titled Beatitudes complete with an explicit version and a family version. He drops the phrase, I'm out of Fs. All right, and apparently he didn't say Fs, he says the actual word. I'm out of Fs on verse two. The clean version of this Christian song changes it to, I'm out of Lux. This is new and something I haven't seen. We have a major Christian label pushing sexual and explicit lyrics and videos alongside legacy church worship albums and contemporary Christian artists. Well, that's not confusing at all. And so he's moving, moving on, moving on. And then he says, um, the defense for inclusion of this content is simple. If you don't like it, you're the problem. You're a bigot. You're old fashioned. You're a transphobe. You're holier than thou. You're judgmental. You're out of touch. You're what's wrong with every single church in existence. And who wants to be any of those? What if we all said defiantly, me, I don't care what you label me. Fine. 
I bet the conversation would change pretty rapidly instead of shutting up in fear that you'll be labeled something uncomfortable. So can we just, can we all hit that thumbs up right now if you like that little discourse, I guess from the article, but if you're liking John's directness, can you just hit that thumbs up and make sure that more people are seeing this video? And give this an audible, right now where you're sitting, give it an audible clap. <laughs> All right, Morgan, what do you think about that? Should there be cussing? Is there a place for dropping F-words in, in the secular version of a Christian, with a Christian version called the, it's a song called the Beatitudes. I haven't listened to it, I don't know. No, there's no place for that. What do you think about the King's Kaleidoscope dropping the F-word? There's no place for that. I'm sorry, but like, even when you're talking to the Lord, not even like, Especially when you're talking to the Lord, like, I hope that we're not dropping F-bombs to, you know, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, no matter how angry or mad we are or hurt or raw we're feeling, like, it's filthy language. And for that to, like, leave our mouth to God, but also to God in worship songs, in Christian songs, like, it's just twisted. <laughs> it's twisted. In my personal opinion. I see, you guys let us know in the comments, I see there being a place of just being like, you know, I'm walking with the Lord, I'm a believer, but I still got areas of brokenness and rawness, and I, I want to be real and raw in my music. Totally. There is a place for that, and I think uh, Christian music tends to be too cliche and, and squeaky clean, or I don't know, just cheesy. Mm -hmm. so much of the time and just using these very like um these very ambiguous phrases that you just hear in almost every christian song it's like can we just get real like i'm struggling here god mm -hmm. but to drop that f word like do we really is that really needed and morgan uh, i don't have this video this clip but he refers to um <laughs> some of these like heads of these music labels and stuff were weighing in and having conversations with others that anyway one he actually read a conversation that one of these kind of high ups was having and he was making this case and there are going to people that watch this video that make this case it's so refreshing to see the christian artists of today ripping off the band-aid and showing their authentic selves. Yeah, it's, it may not be pretty. Yeah, it may not be Christ-like. Yeah, it may be dirty and, and sinful, but they're showing their true selves. They're showing their true selves, and ultimately that should be applauded. That they are works in progress. So, Dante, you're a work in progress, so make that music video with you know half-dressed women dancing suggestively. Judah, Cuss, drop F-words in your songs. So-and-so, Maverick City, yeah, make posts showing blah, blah, blah that you don't know about. You're, you're upset that Roe v. Wade is overturned and showing that you can twerk on your wife and post it for all to see. That's the real you, and that should be applauded. And John Cooper just smashed that. He laid into that like crazy. And I would just, again, can we just stop? being so double-minded and weak mm -hmm. and actually and one of the the guy he referred to that was making that argument 
for applauding these people. He said, we're, we're acting like we expect these musicians, these Christian musicians to look like Jesus, when in reality, they, <laughs> we should expect them to look more like Peter. And it's just this weird, like, what? okay, but what does the Bible call us to do? Oh, right. to, to look like, to, to aspire to be like Jesus. Nobody tells us to look like Peter. <laughs> Paul says, emulate me as I emulate Christ. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think Morgan and I just are not buying it. No. <sighs> just not buying it. And I really hope that you guys aren't buying it. I hope that you're staying in the word of God so that you don't buy the really, like, well-worded, twisted lies that even use scripture to like push their argument as to why this is good or why this is acceptable. Like Satan knows how to quote scripture, you guys. Don't be fooled. Don't fall into this trap of I'm going to start making up the God I want who who does agree with me, who does say, yes, I can be a Christian drag queen, who does say, yes, I am right in how I identify as this or that. Like, don't do that. Don't create your own version of God. There is only one God. There is only one Jesus, one Holy Spirit. And we cannot try to make them what they want as much as our flesh deeply, deeply desires that. Amen. And that's our tagline that I think we need to get back to, Morgan. But seriously, guys, we're in the world and the world is messed up. We better be of the word. We better stink and be of the word of God, absorbing it and then letting that be our roadmap instead of getting off into these weeds that lead us into progressive churches where you got people on staff that say they're atheists and are drag queens. Get in the word of God, guys. And also, when I said that Maverick City with the upset at overturning Roe v. Wade, it was their drummer. One of their drummers made a, a Instagram post about it. All right, guys, comment below. I want to keep the conversation going. This is a big topic. This is a big topic. Where are you guys at concerning the specific names mentioned by John Cooper, the Christian contemporary music genre in general? How do you feel about it? I do personally believe there are some bright lights in this space, mm-hmm. but... Sadly, there may not be as many as some people would like to think there are. Um, So may God's people arise in these areas of influence. In Jesus' name, give this video a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. Guys, we love you. And we will catch you again very soon. Have hope. And be free. And remember to be in the world. But of the word. If you're in the live chat, we'll be right back. Hey guys, as you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals. A big reason for that is because we make unashamedly Christian content. We've had brand deals taken away from us because people who don't like us reach out to them and demand that they cancel us. Due to the fact that we stand on what the Bible says and we don't conform to culture. Which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important. You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do it without you all. If you guys believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Show or click the link in the description. Go Go team. team. That was the one. That was the one. (laughs)